0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Hey Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. And this episode of Geekscape is actually our live Geekscape episode from Los Angeles Comic-Con that happened this past weekend. What an amazing weekend as you're about to hear. We had a big contingent of Geekscape podcasters there, everyone pretty much from Los Angeles was there either moderating a panel or on panels. It was a very busy weekend and a very fruitful weekend and a really cool weekend for Geekscape. I think you're going to have a lot of fun with this one. (laughs) There's some really fun stuff that uh, comes from the Geekscape team at this panel. It's a lot of fun to see Geekscape grow every year at LA Comic-Con. There's a lot of stuff happening in the Geekscape network uh, this week. We've got our Big Brothers Big Sisters fundraiser happening this Friday the 9th. And that one is going to be great. Uh, If you can, please check it out live. Click the donation button. That's going to be running all day on December 9th. And the best way to find it is go to our Twitch channel, our YouTube channel, or our Facebook channels. We've got pretty much the whole network streaming live. Matt Kelly has really put together a great event, and uh, it's been great every year. This is our third annual, and I think we're going to hit our mark again, so make sure we do. Go and check it out. Another little note on my end, it is my birthday as of recording and releasing this. uh, As my gift to you, I've released El Rey. That's the short film that I made back when I was 27 years old. I never edited it. I don't know. The film just, I don't know, kind of ripped my heart out. I was going through a major crisis of confidence, never finished the movie. And then during the pandemic, the actress reached out to me and said, hey, Jonathan, I'm 15 years older than I was when we shot this movie. Am I going to see it finished before I die? And that kind of lit the fire into my butt. I was like, I'm not doing anything else. Uh, I guess I'll finish El Rey. So my good friend Annie Radinger and I, we got together. The actress had actually cut together a um, rough cut. It was really good. Uh, We got the rough cut from her. We finished it up. We shot an extra scene to work as glue in the movie and it played a year of festivals. So uh, super happy. So hopefully you enjoy it. Go to the Geekscape TV YouTube channel and watch El Rey, which is now out. Uh, so as I said, there's lots of Geekscape stuff coming at you. We had some amazing panels. Some of those are going to be right here on this feed. So if you don't want to miss them, please press that subscribe button. If you don't want your friends to miss them, please hit that share button, leaving a comment. All those things are always very, very helpful. For now, sit back, enjoy the live Geekscape panel from Los Angeles Comic-Con 2022. You guys ready to go with the hottest panel in LA? Look at
2: this giant audience.
1: All right, LA Comic Con, this is Geekscape Live. I know. I (laughs) know. We have cut the room in half from last year and quadrupled the audience from last year because, as I remember, it was our good buddies Joey and Alan from the Nerd World Order podcast were our audience last year, and now we've got a couple more. And maybe the reason is that we've expanded the Geekscape network since then. We've added the folks at the $2 late fee. We've got Christian Blatt back on board doing a podcast. Hello, hello. We've got Garrett Briones every week having a new podcast idea. And But you had a panel here. And I think Geekscape's all about creating opportunities. Miss Heidi Cox, London is back on the professionally, panel.
2: Professionally, Miss Heidi Cox.
1: She is now <laughs> a London. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, yesterday I paid our therapist and uh, I, I Venmo our therapist. Let's start with that, Geekscape. Uh, we're going to do a wrap up of, of Comic Con, but uh, yesterday I was like, oh, I'm Venmoing some people. I got to Venmo our therapist. And I wrote, the Londons and the date of the therapy session. Aww. And they wrote back in an email like, aw, the Londons. Aww. And that's the thing we didn't have last year when that's we proposed true. on stage. When, when, I, when we, I proposed when you, on stage.
2: When you emceed your proposal. I, pr-
1: I emceed my proposal. Yeah. And Geekscape, is. I gotta tell you, yesterday I was backstage after recording Two Dollar Late Fee. And I'd love to hear soon from the Two Dollar Late Fee guys talking about, I want to hear from everybody on the Geekscape Network about how their con's been. Because this is the wrap up of LA Comic Con for the folks at home who weren't there. Um, yesterday I, we got to meet I got to meet Joe Dante which is phenomenal thanks to you guys and get that sign but you, you get that, knew Joe Dante right you, I'd met you, Joe Dante on Geekscape digitally over Zoom but digitally. being able to give him a hug and be like thank you for Erie, Indiana uh, thank you for gremlins thank you for every and be able to ardently like tell him like no no this is why like the die hard Christmas movie bit is tired and doesn't even work <laughs> no, and it's, it's all about gremlins
2: good thing Katie's not here because she'd fight you on that
1: Well. You know what? Katie uh, was going to come, but... She's listed here to be my co-host, but Katie uh, had a knee injury and is actually not able to make it. i uh, here
2: representing all women.
1: Right? Bless you, Katie. Love you. Miss that, you. <laughs> <laughs> that crowbar um, behind you is a little obvious. Uh, but <laughs> <Katie's blood laughs> The crowbar but, I used yeah. to, to, to oh, ankle no. Katie. Um, so we, too soon, too soon. Heidi and I went downstairs and backstage to the main stage just to see Giancarlo. Uh Esposito after he got off stage with Ming Na and be able to see him after a year after our engagement. And what did he say, Heidi? You you talk, I think you talked to Giancarlo more than I did. What did, what did he say when we were sitting there backstage?
2: It was really sweet because like, you know, when you're here a lot of celebrities, they kinda have their you kinda gotta put a little bit of a wall up to set your boundaries and stuff. And and he, he hugged me backstage, but then we went we went to sit in the green room and he came in there. And he's just sitting at his table, and he turned and looked at us, and he smiled. And I was like, "Oh!" and he's like, such a cute couple. I'm so glad y'all are here. And I got to go over and talk to him a little more about how we had seen Breaking Bad, but we just started watching Better Call Saul and how, like, whenever his name comes up in credits, I'm like, aw. Gus is so sweet. Oh,
1: there was there was one scene where he puts a bag around a dude's head and like strangulates him to death, yeah. and I was like, do- "Oh, oh, that's our guy <laughs> sitting there He's killing so someone." Nice. Oh, I hope he doesn't <laughs> shoot all of them. I mean, save some for the next scene. Oh.
2: We have a lady who walked in. Huzzah! Yeah. I was worried I was the only w- uh, woman in here. So. Well,
1: <laughs> um, that's, the main stage has been amazing, and GeeksGeebus, who are listening to this on the podcast feed, I'm putting all that stuff up on the feed. And thank you to people like Garrett Briones for helping me record some of that stuff and get that uh, for y'all. Um, we th- love Garrett. We do love thank Garrett. You. <laughs> thank you, Garrett. <laughs> uh, I would love to hear from uh, Zach and Dustin. Y'all say that I, I loved the panel yesterday. Thank you. And Thank you. Geeks gave us, subscribe to $2 Late Fee because.
3: Yeah, Geek, sign up for us. <laughs>
1: the, the sign two up do, Geeks. The, yeah, this episode, this live episode, of Joe Dante was so good. And he had so many amazing stories about making his films. He did. Uh, but you said something that happened about an hour ago. So so we,
3: yeah, yesterday was great, I had a great time with Joe Dante, he's a legend, uh, doesn't get the appreciation that he deserves, but we'll give it to him, and um, uh, we did an episode earlier this year on a movie, a very obscure movie called Megaforce, and with a guy named Barry Bostwick, who is the lead actor in it, and there's a guy named uh, Bob Lindemeyer, Lindemeyer, who is uh, directing a documentary about Megaforce, and it's... More of like a buddy tale, like this father-son kind of relationship. We got to meet him. He gave us one, uh, an official Megaforce patch. Uh, got to sit on the bike from Megaforce. <laughs> and had a wonderful discussion with him about the movie. Got to see some footage that is yet to be aired. It looks phenomenal. If you've never seen Megaforce, it's, it's he, worth he's watching. He's doing life after Megaforce. You guys have heard of like, life after Flash. Flash and life after Flight of the Navigator. All the other
4: life after series. This is sort of part of that. I'll
3: finish your thoughts. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Words. Very much. Um, but yeah, Bob's
4: last name
1: is Linda Meyer, right? Linda Meyer, yeah. Med, okay, yep. we, we you you got it right. You guys just sit on the bike and were you all filmed for the documentary?
3: Well, so there's, we're talking about that because he's in the process of, we can't really share what, what there's a piece there, there's going to be a piece with fans quote unquote fans in it and we will be in that as well. There yeah. there will be uh there he's working on some stuff that um These are is professional still kind of <laughs> top secret still kind of top secret uh but he yeah we will be worked into this documentary in some way and again if you've never seen Megaforce it is wild it's basically a live action GI Joe episode.
1: I think yeah. my goal with Geekscape is just to get the different podcasters in documentaries. Like Matt Kelly was in the Wolfman Has Nards. He sure uh, was documentary yes. about, yeah. uh, about Monster, the Monster Squad, Squad. Yep. And, yep. and you just see Matt Kelly just bust out and start talking horror movies. He yep. loves the horror movies. Um, hopefully, we get all the Geekscapists mm-hmm. into various documentaries.
3: Well, I will tell you one thing that stood out to me over this weekend. Uh, besides that, and I would love to be, I would love that we're all in documentaries at some point. But Diallo's panel. Uh, was so phenomenal.
1: I did not get a chance to watch it, y'all. Can you talk we to me about that panel? It. Yeah, I felt very abandoned. Um. <laughs> we
2: were with, we with wow, Larry. we were there
1: with you. <laughs> no, I had um, to I had to moderate no, it's LeVar Phil, Burton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my so my
5: my panel was uh called Black Futurism and we were discussing uh representation of uh black characters in Black characters <laughs> <Into the microphone. laughs> black characters in um, TV film and uh, car animation, both in front of and behind the camera, um, LeVar Burton would have been a good guest on that panel <laughs> he, he would have he would have been a great guest <laughs> It
1: <be> amazing,
3: <laughs>
5: yeah, um, but I had the first the very first black animator um, uh, at Disney on my panel, uh, Floyd Norman. And I also had Larry Houston, who's um, most people know him from um, like X Men animated cartoon in the 90s, but G.I. Joe, um, He Man. Many other things. So, um, and um, also Floyd's wife, um, Adrian Houston, came up and she spoke as well. She actually kind of was like
3: she blew the roof off. Yeah, what was her
5: story? She, um, she like she was dropping truth bombs. (laughs) So she, um, I think she she might currently be working for Disney, but um, she she was just kind of telling it like it is. So we were, you know, we got into this conversation about. like how companies are, are approaching representation and in my view, so, sometimes it feels like it's they're approaching it from like a checklist and you know, I brought up the idea of like, I'd rather see it come from the ground up and, but it feels like it's coming from the top down and she gave a lot of stories that just verified that. Like sometimes she's being directed to do certain things that make no sense And she she said there's a lot of push she has a lot of pushback that she gives like she's the kind of person that will give pushback. She's a former
3: Black Panther. Yeah, she's a
5: former Black Panther. She didn't even get into that. Like we found that out towards the end, and that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, it turned out it was a really good it was a really good conversation. Um, And uh, yeah, I uh, um, I really appreciated them um, being on the panel, and also thank you for allowing that panel to happen.
1: Of course, I mean, I, I think I said this on the podcasting panel that uh, we're putting up on the feed about starting a podcast and beginning a podcast and, you know, Alan from the Nerd World Order podcast is on that panel with us and Alan, again, is somebody who, I think, just listened to the podcast off and on for when, I don't even know how long, Alan, and you and Joey, your co-hosts, were in the room last year and we became friends talking just online for the last year and then, when it came time to talking about podcasts and putting together a how-to podcast panel, I said, let's get Alan on it, because Alan has a different history with podcasting than I do, probably has a different audience than I do. And I think that was a great panel, and Geekscape is for people here in the panel room who are listening to this. If you want to subscribe to Geekscape, that panel will be up on the feed, look for it. Um, Because I think Alan was saying some really great stuff. Um, I think, ultimately, what I wanted to do with Geekscape and this panel having you all on here in this room is just create opportunities for people like I can go this alone you know what I mean and I think podcasting and film or creative endeavors like I think a lot of people get in it to tell their story or to um, like emote you know or I gotta sing my song and I think that'll get me about 10 yards down the field you know what I mean like I just don't think that works and Looking back the last sixteen years and being able to, you know, have Matt Kelly make a a, a bit of a living doing this—not a great living—but like Matt's working and Matt's loving it and Matt's passionate about it and he's yeah. keeping my fire lit because he's like, "Come on, Jonathan, look at all this, the good things you've done." But being able to, you know, have Diallo meet people or barrett, uh, barrett i just called you Barrett Grionas—having uh, Garrett Briones, um you know, meet uh, Burke from from you know the, the Hollywood writer that we had who wrote loss of space and you know a ton of different adaptation projects uh just getting y'all to meet people and using it using the platform to meet people or get panels and you know it's great that's what yeah. it's about
5: what, like one thing i appreciate about you and this is like so i'm i'm not a podcaster like i'm i'm a friend of the show we're working on it yeah. <laughs> i'm more of a friend of the show um and i have a background just like in like education and I come from more of a, like, analysis of things. So when I have the opportunity to do a panel that is actually, like, more suited for what I like to do, um, to have those kind of conversations that I think look at things critically, um, above and beneath. Um, So that, it just gives me the opportunity to do that. Um, I still wouldn't want to do that every week, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I like to write about that stuff, but doing a podcast isn't quite my, my thing. But getting, getting the opportunity to have a panel and come up and talk about those things and present these ideas, because um, it got broadcasted out to um, Disney, um, to, uh, Ri- uh, not Riot, um, to, who does Warcraft? Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, that Yeah, Blizzard Blizzard got (laughs) broadcast out to them because of the people people. involved
1: in the panel. They were like, "Hey, now your name is now your name." Yeah, and they but they came.
5: They were they were able to like some people came specifically because they got alerted to the panel, and then they got to see something that you don't normally see in cons. Like a lot of times, it's like um, come meet so and so. But like I like to like talk about like last year you had the fantasy panel that I spoke on. I like to talk about that. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff, and talk about like why is something the way it is. So.
1: Yeah, we try not to do too much surface at Geekscape, and I think that's true for all your shows. Is like, you want to get in the guts of the thing. And Keith Traylins, who used to run LA Comic Con uh, and has been on the show many times, and I love you, Keith. Um, I just remember him giving me the best compliment about Geekscape. He's like, "Y'all are of something, not about something." Y'all, y'all are a part of it, not just covering it. And I think it, this would have died a long time ago if we were just about something. Because commentary is not creation. It's commentary. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that doesn't sustain me very long. Because, well, this girl sitting next to me can tell you, my attention doesn't hold very long. Like, <laughs> it's, 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 I gotta, I'm a little too crazy. Um, Christian, how did your panel go, man?
6: Well, uh, my panel was actually right after yours, and uh, I uh, got the opportunity to uh, hear you know some interesting stuff. And you talked—I actually forget now what the the wife's name of the animator Adrian. was, Adrian—and you know she just talked about. I guess she was like on her way out with Disney, so she yeah. was very free and very. Burn open. it down! Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, like it was wild. like yeah. They'll tell it's me great. like, hey, take this white character and make them a black character, and she's yeah. like, no, I'm not going to do that. Why don't you yeah. draw a new character? And I was just like, yeah, that's. Cool. Great. And, you know, I wouldn't have heard that if, uh, you know, I hadn't seen you earlier. And then also, like, well, my panel's right after it. And then I talked to Larry Houston because he talked about working on Spider Man and His Amazing Friends, which was like, that was my gateway drug into all of this. Super friends and Spider-Man is amazing friends. One of them was a better show than the other. Let's not say which one. Uh, but I And I was just like, I, I, I thanked him for the episode of that show that's still my favorite. Uh, it's called Seven Little Superheroes. It's like the one with like everybody's in it. And like the chameleons like trying, you know, it was like the one big crossover they had of that like show. the
1: secret war of like...
6: Basically, Spider-Man yeah. Like before there was a secret wars in the comic, this was like, it was more like Contest of Champions. And uh, so I just I got a yeah, chance to tell cut. him. Yeah, yeah, thank you. So I had a moment to to say, like, hey, thanks for that. I still love that episode. I've watched it with my kids. My daughter's uh, very scared of Dr. Doom, so she's not Aww. a big fan rightfully, of Spider-Man. Rightfully so. so. Yeah, right, I know, exactly, he should be. But uh, my panel was uh, fun, but uh, there was the tech issue I told uh, Jonathan about that I have about 30 minutes of it, so that'll be enough to use it, Aww. but uh, the, the batteries just, like, kicked out. But the guy who was helping us in that room he was able to figure out how i could get any of it because i was just like yeah the the plug in didn't sound right and he like you know he took the time so the staff here was a lot more helpful than uh, you know i wasn't sure if they in were doing gas for sure yeah i wasn't even sure if there was going to be anyone you know, mm-hmm. so uh, so it was great, and I think the panel we had a, a great conversation. It was about a very specific run of uh, Black Panther uh, that Christopher Priest wrote in about the year two thousand, and uh, you know that'll be up as a GeekScape Book Club later in December. I have to record some wraparounds. I mean, it's all right, <laughs> because the part that we lost was like about another story that we kind of ran out of time to talk about, so it's actually probably going to be better for the home audience. Uh, but the best part was uh, this, this little boy who, I don't know, maybe he was like, you know, somewhere between 8 and 10 and his mom came in and they were all decked out like he was decked out like Black Panther he had the costume and and he and his mom sat there and I'm like I don't know if this is interesting for for them at all but this kid like loves Black Panther so much he's like I just want to hear people talk about it and there, yeah, it wasn't a big crowd it, not like we have here literally not like we have here <laughs> I think here. that's important yeah but it was just like I was just like oh if it was just the two of them in here and the, he stayed I was just like he's going to get bored isn't he but uh, it's just I, I love I loved seeing that, you know.
1: Yeah, um that tech hero in that room, because yeah. $2 late fee followed you up, and I told Zach, like, I have time to get like I'll have enough time to get back and record $2 late fee. Of course I wanted to meet Joe Dante. Please, like that guy's a hero of mine. And he is as nice as I thought he was. And so I start recording and Garrett has been kind of monitoring the recordings of the main stage panels, and I get back to the recorder and it's like surprisingly empty and, or it's, the battery's almost dead and I, and I get it and I'm like okay well at least it recorded that one I got fresh batteries I put fresh batteries in it because there's no way I'm not going to record this Joe Dante episode and I start recording I'm watching it I'm like okay cool everything's cool I'm listening to it on the headphones this sounds great and then 20 15-20 minutes in it starts saying low battery and these are new batteries and I'm like what the F. Sometimes they're just duds. And I started freaking out, and I'm trying not to distract. I, I'm, it's not their problem. They're, all they can do is make their panel. And I take out my laptop, and I start recording just like room, t- like kind of the room. I'm, I have not near a speaker, but I put the headphones in. It's not going to be great, but if the thing craps out, at least I have this as a backup. And that guy who was running that yeah. panel room, takes out a sequence of, like, three cables, MacGyvers them together, puts them into the board, and then runs them to a USB, and I can record it flawlessly into my computer. And so even if the original had crapped out, I would have had the rest of it in a really nice version. Luckily... Nothing ever happened it was all for naught. The thing the recording was great. You'll hear it on a future episode of two dollar late fee. But man was I sweating bullets <laughs> well, that I was gonna fail Zach and Dustin on that one.
3: Yeah. Well I, I gotta you know, I know, I, I, like to, I, I like to use the term glaze your donut. I think it's really funny. What is that? It's like when someone compliments you, they put glaze on the donut, you know? It's different in the porn world. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, no, but that's I the whole that point term. of why I say it. I think it's, it's great. One of Zach's favorite movies. Don't, <laughs> I, I, that's why you say it? I do. I, I do. Not to glaze Boogie your donut, but, but, you know, this is our first experience here at, 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 at LA Comic Con. Um, and what a great experience it was. And thank you. Um, for being so on top of everything. And, it's fun. And, but, but you know, again, Jonathan is a really great person to work with because he's so flexible. You compliment the hell out of us, which makes us feel good, strokes our ego, and I appreciate that immensely. Um, you know, and, and, and knowing, having someone kind of man the machine while while we're doing our thing was very comforting. And, you know, you were in the corner, like, giving us a thumbs up, or, you know, you were giving me, like very butchered sign language and I, but, but I picked up what you were putting down because I was like, okay, something's going on over there but we're going to keep going and, and Joe Dante is one of those guys who doesn't get enough credit for, for the, what he's given the film community, the entertainment community over the past 30 some 40 years, you know, this is a guy who has, besides Gremlins it's The Burbs is one of the funniest like dark comedies of the time Yeah, yeah right? Great um inner space is a personal favorite but the the howling is like on the top horror list for so many horror fans they say it's one of the best werewolf movies and i totally agree with that um aside from team wolf 2 yeah Yeah. team wolf 2 check out our (laughs) team Team 2 uh, 35th anniversary episode it's really great but you know for everybody that didn't get a chance to to be there you got a pristine recording thank you for doing that and you can check that out on a future episode um but, man, it was fun. And I get to do it with my friends. Like, I've always wanted to do this. And, and I think I, we, I used to be where I was sitting in the audience going, man, I want to do that. It wasn't I was sitting there going, oh, I can do better than that. It was more like, I want to do this. Just do it. And it was so much fun. Yeah, and you I'm very yeah. grateful. I'm just very grateful. A lot of gratitude.
1: A lot of gratitude. Well, thank you for putting glaze on my donut. You're welcome. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, did great. you guys, yeah, wait,
2: did you all check like catch his mainstage um, panels, Jonathan's? Anybody? No,
1: because we were working.
2: Yay, me oh, too. Garrett did. <laughs> he's just such a, yeah, he's such a natural, isn't he? You and, and your birthday's tomorrow too. I have to tell Good everyone birthday. that. So make sure and tell him happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> and it was a we're year all, ago
3: that you guys got engaged. A year ago. It was ago a year ago today. He popped the question.
2: Yeah, no. that's true. It came but up on
3: my Facebook she timeline. She said yes.
2: I'm always amazed when I see what you can do. So I, blah, I'm paying you a compliment. Um. Sh- I'm always amazed at when I can see you, when I see what you can do. I think that you can do even more than you realize. And look at this beautiful community you've created. Yeah. And I'm announcing a dweeb, darlings, and geekscape merger. Well, we merged to darlingscape. It. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> just kidding. Just uh, kidding. But um,
1: okay. I, I don't know. I got to tell you the, the main stage panels are always fun. It's good to see who's in the green room and like who's hanging out. I don't love hanging there because I feel like i'm just there to do the main stage panels and come back but it's cool like this morning i thought that my panel was at 11 and i showed up or you know at 9:45 or, or 10 and i'm sitting back there and i'm expecting amy joe johnson to come in and we can go over some of the topics and obviously the jason david frank death is very recent and she's emotional about it uh so i'm, I'm just like okay like i really want to run some of the questions past her and topics past her And little did I know the panel was actually at like 12.30. I didn't have to be there that early. But as I'm sitting there, um, Rob Paulson, uh, who's an amazing voice actor, comes in. And I get to catch up with him. He had been on Geekscape. And then he and I are the only people in the room until William Shatner walks in. And just out of all the empty tables in the green room decides to sit at mine. (laughs) And I'm like, all right. And he just has his cup of coffee at his phone, and he's, he's like, I'm across the table from William Shatner. I really want to pull my phone out and take a picture of this, because it's ridiculous. I text Ian Kerner and Justin. And I'm like, William Shatner, for no reason, just came and sat at my table. Um, I don't know why. There are empty tables here. And uh, his entourage comes in, because they're about to all do the stage together. And he goes, hey, welcome to my table. And I said, actually, Bill, this is my table. You sat at my table. <laughs> And he goes, uh, and they're like, well, it's the captain's table now. And I go, it was the captain's table then too, baby. And I said, and I said, Let, cause I wanted this damn picture. I said, let's take a picture of the captain's table. Yeah. And I take my phone out and I'm like, let's take a selfie. And I turn around. Our friend Tiffany's mother is doing a lot of the main stage introduction. She jumps in. People are wanting to jump into this selfie. We take it. Everybody's beaming except Bill Shatner. Down. Bill's like looking down, like, uh, this existence and I was (laughs) like oh man poor 90 year old dude he wanted Elon to take him to space and keep him there I don't know what the deal was I'm sorry
3: (laughs) but that existence is what got him to
1: the game so that
2: picture is amazing the picture is
1: amazing because like Tiffany's like can you send me the picture with Shatner and I go "That's awesome." "Uh, about that picture and I show it to her and she's right behind Shatner's head beaming and Shatner's just like pray for death (laughs) uh, that interaction uh, sounds
5: like it would have been better
1: and. Star Trek
5: Generations.
1: Yeah, that, that, that that's the <laughs> death he wanted in Star Trek Generations.
2: He wanted the Nexus to come in. The other grab person him.
1: who's like hanging out back there, uh Steve Glickman brought Billy Zane to the con. Like He's a just cool dude. Randomly <laughs> brought yeah, I like
3: I loved him in Phantoms. Just or randomly Phantom.
1: brought Phantom. Billy Zane to the con. And so so Zane. I saw Billy Zane like Friday night was at Steve Glickman's thing, and Steve kind of does what I do. He does the moderation and the, the stuff. And so Billy Zane to like get away from the booth, just goes into the green room and sits down. And yesterday I see him, and he has this massive like Jimmy John's no
2: Jersey, Mike. Jersey, Mike's. Jersey Mike's. He's got That's this Jimmy massive
1: John's. like 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 Jersey Mike don't sandwich. Say Jimmy John's, Jimmy yeah. John's is not a no, no. Billy Zane does not support poaching elephants, <laughs> yeah. so he has this giant Jersey Mike sandwich. I don't know what to say to Billy Zane, but I want to talk to Billy Zane <laughs> because he's the Phantom, and I was like. Awesome! You got a sandwich. Where'd you get that from? (laughs) And he goes, "I brought it from Pasadena." (laughs) I was like,
2: "Good talk." You should just wait it for me because he taught a class I took a few years ago, and like I've seen him, I've seen him before, and just whenever I see him, I'm like, "Oh, hey, you taught that Jeremiah Comey class that I was in one time. It was really fun." And then it starts the conversation. And so I did that. I, I talked to him a little bit today about that.
1: What's interesting about that class was your scene park partner. Ethan Peck. Who's on Strange New Worlds as Spock. Spock,
2: yeah. And like, it's yeah. all kind of was so, was cool. it, like wow.
1: Comic-Con is freaking weird.
2: Well, and then yesterday I'm like hanging out back there waiting for you. And I, I I see these people come in, but I'm like, whatever. It's like some little guy and like his friends and everything. And I turn around and I'm like... Oh my God, Elijah Wood. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <Elijah's laughs> He's a, literally there. a little guy. Yeah, and I'm like, I just and I know you're too guy. shy. I was too shy to say anything to him, Buddy, but it was cool. It was he really was
1: cool. doing a panel with Sean Astin. Sean had been on Geekscape. You know, this Geekscape is go back in the catalog, and I got to catch up with Sean and be like, "Dude, come back on the show." Hang come out. back on two dollars late fee. Well, rock. Yeah, yeah I'd love to get him TV on two dollars late yeah. fee. Um, yeah, you should, but yeah. Yeah. today, today I was like, today I saw Billy Zane hanging out. Billy Zane was wearing like this freaking. What would you call this, sweetie? Like a, he it's was a cowboy. wearing
2: like a cowboy boot, cowboy hat, and then I don't know what color shirt, but his pants were like bright pink or orange, and then really shiny patent black shoe, like like high top. I don't know if they were Air Jordans or what they were, but like I was like, I like your pants, and then I was like, then I was like, you taught this class, like I just did. That's my Billy Zane. Life. Whenever mm-hmm. I see Billy okay. Zane, last time I saw him was like 2018 at Magic Castle. Hey, the class you taught at the, you know, that's just but always. Wait, he
3: taught a class time. at the Magic Castle? No, he taught, he taught an acting <laughs>
1: class, but he talked their ear off at the Magic Castle. Oh, gotcha. Real Because okay. that would be yeah, even better.
2: He was holding court at the Magic Castle, but it was everybody was loving but it. But Billy Zane's
1: wearing like this. I don't even know how to describe this outfit. But yes, the pink pants, It was nice. the cowboy hat. Yeah, I nice.
2: thought it looked good. It was
1: cool. It had its own distinct really? style. But I'm like, all right, I want Geekscape. <laughs> don't think I'm ever not hustling for y'all. I'm trying to get Billy Zane on the podcast. Yeah. So I talk go, about critters. So I was like, oh,
2: right, I is. was like,
1: hey Billy. I was like, Billy, like I'm friends <laughs> with Steve Glickman. Like eh, I'd love to have you on the show sometime. I'd love to have you on podcast. It's Geekscape.
2: He just stared. He
1: stared at me like he's like, oh, I was like, hey, Billy, I'd love to have you on my alien spaceship to probe you, and if you don't mind, I'd like to take out some of your organs. He would seem so disinterested, well, and maybe even horrified at the, the concept th- of coming on Geek's Case. Well,
2: I'm like, <laughs> I just said to him, if you want, there's no pressure. Yeah. But, no there's you know. pressure,
1: Billy. And you, you hear me,
2: Zane. Well, there's pressure. You had yeah. just, we had just talked okay, to Will Wheaton, yeah, who we we actually know fairly fairly well. Like, I'm coming
1: for your kidneys, Zane.
2: But Will Will was going on stage, and we're just name-dropping like Chris. It's really fun, though. No, this um, is fun. But we were talking to Will Wheaton. They're not uh, anymore,
3: Wait, did you right? just say, Will Wil Wheaton?
2: Will Wheaton. <laughs> and, uh... And yeah. he was just excited that we got married and all this stuff. And we were talking to him. He's just written a book. And, and Jonathan was like, Yeah, I'd love to have you come on the podcast. And he kind of did the same. He didn't. I think they were like afraid to say yes because then they have to do it. So yeah. they probably have to check with their PR people or yeah. I don't know. Will doesn't have to come on. on, on Geekscape.
1: Will, you do not have to come on Geekscape. No. I'll see you down the road. We'll come on $2 later. Yeah, I know that.
2: That's yeah. what I was going to say. Billy
1: Zane, you got to come on Geekscape and he
2: $2 I to my email. So <laughs> let me see if I can. Uh, well, I have to tell you, for you.
3: I have to thank Thank you. I appreciate it. You have to tell you a quick uh, Billy Zane story. So this guy, Bob Lindenmeyer, who's making this Megaforce documentary, big Billy Zane fan, (laughs) met Billy Zane yesterday, paid his $80 for his photo op and autograph, and then asked Billy Zane if he could borrow his Sharpie. And Billy's like, why? He goes, because I want to draw a phantom ring on my finger so I can do a phantom pose. And, And Billy goes, oh, I'll draw that for you. So he spent 10 minutes drawing the phantom ring, getting the shading right on Bob's Finger, he still had it on his finger. He's an artist, man. I just
2: discovered that today. It's like paintings that some he was supposed to go to. That's pretty cool. He's
1: like, I was gonna go to this art convention, but in you know, whatever the weather, I was was like, This is my backyard. Did did Billy ask for another
6: $80 for the artwork? (laughs) No, because I mean, I would have given it to him if it was made. I
1: told it, that's what I said. He, what he's got to do is carve his skin off and keep that thing, (laughs) he's got to (laughs) desiccate it, he's got to do that. (laughs) <laughs> um, I want to ask people in the audience as well, because I saw one of my favorite people, Josh audience. Jackson.
2: I know. I saw him. Joshua Jackson? Wait, from him. Dawson's Gosh,
1: Gosh, Creek? J- no, wow. no. With his don't, frosted don't, tips? Oh, my God. That poor guy has to deal with that joke every time. So we crossed says, yeah. the
2: street together when I was getting... We, we were on the same uh, metro... GeekScape
1: Hi. Games is own. Josh Jackson is here, and he was on the panel last year. He can be on the panel right now. I want to ask people like what the cool things are that you all have experienced, like what are the surprises are, if you bought anything, what's your favorite um, cosplay. Like Bring some of the listeners to the people in the panel room. Like Bring them into the convention. That goes for everyone hearing my voice right now. Um, Josh, you, have you been here for a while? Come up here. Come up here. Josh Jackson. Oh Megan can come, too. Um, I'm going to, sl- yeah. I'm, you, you want to come up and sit where Dustin and Zach are? Yeah, I'm If moving. you want, um, unless we want to hear about Megaforce again. Come on. The audience is like, you know what, I'll subscribe, David. You it. guys I don't know, if you've
3: seen company. Megaforce, you know how great it is. If you haven't, you know, you know what's up.
1: Yeah, all right. So, Josh, speaking of the mic, tell us what you and Megan have experienced.
2: You don't want to come um,
1: up, Megan? we spent a lot of money.
4: <laughs> oh, what did you do? What oh did you do? What did we do? Um, bought a lot of chocolate. Uh, did you see the comic book-themed chocolate that they had?
2: Where? No.
4: Um, there oh, was. What's, what's okay. the booth called? Um, I don't know. It's escaping
1: me. But, yeah, they had, like... Did you buy some, too? Yeah.
2: Oh, nice. I saw people, like,
1: 3D printing cotton candy into, like, Pokemon shapes. Dude, oh, I missed wait, that. What is it
2: called? Copper Coast. Copper Coast? They didn't
1: pay our ads. No. Like, no, we don't. Yeah. We don't promote them. Oh, okay. there, there it
4: is. No. Um, you I want to walk it up real quick?
2: Copper Coast, yeah, that's what. You and what do they it?
4: do? They like make po- Pokemon themed part. Well, park they had park. they had like fudge. They had this is like a.
6: They had like Avengers
1: themed fudge too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if they're like these are the characters' crap, oh. and now you can eat it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's what drew us to the booth. Wait, so <laughs> yes. Here's it. Yeah, here's so, Blast Toys's turn, right? Yeah, but this is like a. <laughs> this is
4: like an anime box that we got. So it's like has oh, some like boy. Demon Slayer.
1: Did you already stopped. eat your way through one of these boxes?
4: No, no, no. These okay. are presents. But we, yeah, we, I ate mine already.
1: What, was it any good? Yeah, it was good.
4: Um, they had, <laughs> yeah, good. Megan got some like Naruto one and I got um, Black Panther,
1: Captain America stuff. So <laughs> I, like, I got to tell you, like Josh is my favorite part of the GeekScape Games podcast. Sorry, Shane. Um, because he comes on and he talks so understated about stuff that he's actually excited about. And I'm like, I know, yeah. I know Josh is excited about it. <laughs> He just doesn't act like he's excited about anything. But you know he's excited about it, because he'll play every chapter of like a 13-chapter game that's been going on for like 20 years. And he, even if it stinks, he'll still play that chapter just to get the story. Um, what Beyond the chocolate, Like, what are some of the things that you've experienced? Or maybe like, what's some of your favorite cosplay you saw, et cetera? Um,
4: we, we usually just kind of collect the anime po- um, cosplayers and stuff. So I uh, saw Chun-Li outside just before we came here. That was pretty cool. Um, there was a really detailed like Doctor Octopus we saw walking around with the arms and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, just like a lot there was this really detailed Black Panther walking around. Uh, we saw a Star Lord T'Challa when we first got here. Oh that's cool. Yeah, and he had like what a light if? up. Uh, yeah, with the light up helmet and everything. Awesome. Mm, yeah, that was cool.
1: And- Garrett and I almost got run over by a damn Transformer walking through like <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, Heidi saw it. Like, this guy... The
2: the mashup transformer? No, there was a transformer.
1: A, a, no, a guy in a giant oh, transformer. He may have been 13, 14 feet tall, just walking On the still? floor... Still to some. It was a total transformer. Was awesome. I was like, "This is amazing."
2: I, I My question was, how does he get in? Does he come in like that, or does he bring he the pieces? He drives away. Does he? <laughs> does he bring the pieces inside and then put them on? Or you know, I should have stopped. What transformer was he? Oh,
1: good question. Dude, did you recognize him? It was just an ins. It was, it was a bumblebee. I was talking about that red one that walked past yeah, us, it was red. and I was yeah. like. It didn't even feel like it was canon. Could have been a GoBots, because James Gunn just gave the GoBots a, pro, like a, like a little bit of a pop in the holiday special. But I'm amazed by these cosplayers and the time it takes oh, to I, put all this stuff in.
4: One I just remembered, too, was the mayor from Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. But he had like the spinning head, so it had both sides. And the That's hat cool. that was like That's cool. taller than a lot of the booths in the, in the exhibit hall. That's incredible. So, yeah, that was
1: probably the coolest one I saw. Did y'all buy anything that was good besides Pokemon chocolate? <laughs> besides Pokemon, Poketurge chocolates? Well, Stop I, saying that's gross. I thought, say that.
4: I thought we got the last Inuyasha figure we were missing, but then I looked online to compare prices and saw they released two new ones, so.
1: That might be the most Josh Jackson sentence <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I love it. uh, Christian, you bought some. Yeah, the most
6: on brand thing I did was uh, buy some uh, Chris Claremont, John Byrne X Men comics that I don't need. But uh, I've, for years, I've been working backwards, you know, uh, from like, oh, let me just get one more. And, you know, once I got to uh, Uncanny X Men 137, The Death of uh, Dark Phoenix, I was like, I'll probably stop there. But I haven't. (laughs) <laughs> and so I think I got back to like 122 What I really want, I probably would stop if I would get, I, w- I want the first Kitty Pride, first Dazzler. And they're just out of my price range. I was just like, I'm not spending $700 on either of
1: those. Even though they're like rehabilitating downtown LA, I'm sure a couple blocks away there's somebody doing heroin and be like, I'll oh, just stop here. Yeah. They have no intention of stopping here and neither do you. No, you're
6: you're an addict. I mean, I can't possibly go earlier than '94 because I don't want the reprint issues, you know. So it's like I can't go further back than that. But uh, I did see something crazy, which was, uh, you know, for the Star Wars comics, there was the adaptation of Empire Strikes Back, the Marvel ones, the Marvel, yeah. So this is from 1980. Yeah. So Star Wars number 44 is apparently the first appearance of Boba Fett. And right. it was a CGC-graded 9.4 for $1,000. And I was like, but it's just the first time he's in a comic, you know? And, uh, and I was just like, I guess because it's still there means nobody's going to spend $1,000 on it. But that was the, the most outlandish item that, that I personally saw.
1: I think those Archie Goodwin Star Wars comics, the ones that they did with Marvel, or really the ones that they did for the newspaper strips? Yeah. That's my Between New Hope Empire canon. Yeah. Like, like no, Dark Horse collected those
6: strips in like and they the were early amazing. 90s. Yeah, and it's great. And they did they did a little bit of new uh, artwork to fill them in. But yeah, the, the adaptation for Empire and Return of the Jedi, those are both them, and they're fantastic. The Star Wars adaptation is not as good. Though. Right. But, but if you uh, can
1: find that Dark Horse reprint of yeah. the original comic strips or newspaper strips yeah. – of Star Wars, they feel like Flash Gordon. They still have like the Star Wars influences that I think were Lucas's influences, were like the sci-fi serials yeah. of the 1950s, and it feels like Star Wars. It feels like Star Wars before it became like a giant merchandising franchise, even more so than it already was. You know what I mean? And so that was uh, that. I, I'd be excited to read those again. I know I have them, but. There, I well, don't even yeah, want to go into my you, freaking... You could go, go downstairs
6: and get something for a $1,000, but it's slabbed, so you actually wouldn't be able to read it. Can't even open it. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm
1: not going to do that. <laughs> um, Alan Dukes, we were talking on the podcast panel. I'm going to make you leave your seat and come up and talk to me. Because, Alan, we added you to the podcast panel, and then I'm driving around, I think, on Friday, and Jade, who programs the main stage stuff here at Comic-Con, she... I missed a call from her, and I was like, oh, no, maybe LeVar canceled or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I really want to do that panel. And then it turns out she actually wanted me to, like, host another panel. And I, I couldn't do it because it was at 1 o'clock in the West Hall. I was finishing up 1230 to 1 in the uh, South Hall. And it was also about Dragon Ball Z, and I would have been terrible at it. But I knew a guy who I think from social media loved Dragon Ball Z, and he, was already, yeah. he already had a, a pass because he was on my panel, and that man was Alan Dukes, I called him up and I said, dude, you got a main stage panel now in the gaming hall,
0: if you'll take it. It's, it's one of those things where I'm just like, nah. Because <laughs> I have been watching Dragon Ball since like the late 90s, and so when Jonathan called me up, I'm like, hmm, he's got the wrong number, but he said my name. <laughs> so, so yeah, and and I thought to myself, well, I I gave Jonathan like all these quick excuses why, like I don't know if I'm your guy. Oh, but I'm- he, He's
1: like, I haven't watched the last eight episodes. I was like, what the what? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's your reason
0: for not meeting the voice cast of Dragon Ball Z? And then it occurs to me, I'm wearing a Dragon Ball T-shirt Perfect. when he calls me, and I'm like, oh, like, yeah, it I guess was all do he was it. wearing. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So how did uh, it
2: go? How did it go?
0: It was amazing. It's it's like one of those moments where you like line up all the cool moments in your life and it's like, well I got married and then I hosted, they moderated the panel for Dragon Ball. <laughs> so, my wife gets, you know, she gets top billing and then it's the cast or the, the voice actors of Dragon Ball. So For
1: real, man, that's how high up that opportunity was for yeah, you? Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> that's a big deal.
1: Yeah. That's incredible. That's amazing. It's, uh, I got yeah. one of the extras from Rad for the $2 late fee guys, but I canceled it. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm sorry, guys, I'm and, sorry. And this is what an indication
6: of uh, what a great guy Jonathan is, because I don't know anything about Dragon Ball Z either, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll take that panel. I w- and uh, even if I knew you, I'm like, no, 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 I, I want the stage time. It's so you're,
1: you're much better than I am. I wanted to kill Christian Blatt, so I threw a microphone in the middle of, the r- of busy traffic. I was like, he's going to go for it. <laughs> he's going to go for Uh-oh. it. Christian's going to go for it. He won't. Like He's taking I, the mic right now. But, but
6: I, I had to live stream it while I was going after the (laughs) microphone. So I needed a second to go after it.
1: So Alan, I had not heard how the panel went. I'm glad, but I knew, and I told Jade, I was like, I got somebody for you, and I know they're not going to let you down. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it was one of those things where you just go for it. So I did all my research, and I'm like, okay, Sean Schimmel. Okay, man, it's like, Sonny's straight. And I'm like, okay, Damon, it's, you know, you get up there and it's like you're talking to them and you just remember everything that you love about the show. So it just becomes this natural conversation. I actually called Joe's son, or I called Joe and I'm like, hey, got any questions? And his son had this great question. And I'm like, wow, that's better than any question I have. So, you know, I got to text Joe and say like, tell your son his question was in the panel. What was the question? What was the question, yeah. Okay. I don't know. We can go deep. This is Geeks Okay, Come on. awesome. So, uh, Dragon Ball fans. So, Krillin is, he's like a character that is powerful for a human. But he's not that powerful compared to all the Saiyans. So in the Dragon Ball, the newest movie called Dragon Ball Superhero, he once again didn't have an opportunity to be a great fighter. But his wife is this awesome fighter, Android 18. So 18 starting to fail, she's she's uh, you know she's fighting um, Cell, and he basically gets her pumped up, and because of that, she's able to turn the tide and moves everything forward. So my question for Sunny Straight was like, okay, that was your moment. Now uh krillin's not always seen as like the strongest character but he turned the tide for the entire film how did you feel at that moment you know so Sonny's response was just well it's about time that krillin was useful for something
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that one goes over my head but i'm the host but but josh jackson was like i know exactly what you're talking about yeah here we go and uh, josh i've I've known that you were attending like uh, you guys are interested in doing that stuff like I get hit up for that stuff, and not you, Christian. If you guys ever want to, like, host that stuff, like, I think that's fun. It's fun to see people succeed in in, like meet people that are influential to them and they're excited to meet i, th- I love that stuff and
0: so you know when when jonathan talks about you know having a community and and you know geekscape being more than just you know a single guy doing a single podcast this is a perfect example because last year i'm sitting there and it's me and joe out out in the audience and we're like dude this is so cool jonathan's so much funnier in person right Aww. but but just that the looks at uh, a lot of the humor Yeah, (laughs) But but the thing is, it's like, but that one interaction became more than just like, hey, you know what, this guy wanted to shake my hand, and now we're done. You know, Jonathan stayed in touch, and, you know, we've developed a relationship, and when he saw an opportunity for me, it's like, hey, here's your chance. So, thanks, Jonathan. You hear that, Billy Zane? (laughs) (laughs) Give me more than just a handshake, buddy. We love Billy. I I love Billy.
6: I bet the uh, the The voice actors probably appreciated somebody who really knew it. You know, I mean, Jonathan, how many times do you interview somebody and they're just like, "Oh my God, you read the book or oh you watched the movie"? That's all you have to do. And a lot of times, uh, you know, the, the people haven't, and they're like, "Oh, you can actually understand. You understand my work." And it sounds like you went deeper than probably even they did, you know. But but uh, th- they could keep up, so
1: it sounds like it was fun. Well, Josh and Garrett and you guys know, like if if somebody wants to be a part of Geekscape and wants to do be on the main podcast, and it's a let's say it's a horror movie or something that might be better suited for something else on the network, we now we now have close to thirty shows. Um, you know that they all sorts of topics that go much deeper than mine, like. Josh is an expert in so many different video games. He should be the person doing that interview. And uh, I think that makes, I mean, selfishly that makes me look good because I'm able to uh, satisfy whatever people want to work with Geekscape. And it also doesn't make me look bad because I'm not sitting there going, uh, remember that time that I have no idea what I'm asking right now. And I don't, because you know. I've been in those situations very early on in Geekscape where it's not that I didn't care. I didn't know. I wasn't that good at it. I couldn't just talk to anybody. But um, it's been cool having you all here. And Garrett just knocked a panel out of the park with the adaptations panel. And he recorded it. Um, I don't know which iteration of his podcast he's going to release it on because it seems like every other week he emails Matt and I was like, I got another idea for a podcast. I didn't really like that last one. Let's start one. So now we have all these weird like orphan feeds. (laughs) <laughs> that are, like, start and stops, with Garrett, but we should just use the same feed. And you're going to get that Art of Adaptation panel on that one sooner or later, but it's cool. Can, can um, we talk
6: about not so much the panel itself, but he was able to handle a presence in that room that uh, might not have been easy to do a panel with? Uh, <laughs> there was a Joker cosplay. Oh, yeah. And uh, when you cosplay the Joker you don't just dress up as him. You, you, need to, uh, you need to live the part. And, you know, he did calm down after a little bit, but it was a lot of, like, you know, Batman came up, and he's like, well, obviously everyone's expecting me to interact with the panel now because Batman came up. And uh, you did great with it because I probably would not have handled it as well.
1: Ashley Robinson said it on the podcast panel yesterday. She's like, Jonathan coined this term, a hot topic heroes and it mainly means like i'm gonna dress up in this cosplay that's super popular and hot topic and i'm gonna make the, the convention about me and remember it used to be v for vendetta and oh, then it yeah. was ledger joker and then deadpool of course and it's just like we're gonna go and just be obnoxious on the for. floor and in the panel rooms and, like, make it super loud, and it's like, he no. E-
2: he's kind of heckly a little
1: bit. He was bit. very heckly. Very and I was heckly. like no. And
2: I think he was putting on, like, a faux British accent Fake as British. well. <laughs> I was like,
1: just, which I
2: wasn't sure. I was like, does Joker have it
1: Just or? pick a Joker. I don't know. Just pick a
6: Joker. I don't
2: know, but he was, I think he was friends with, like, Caitlin and... and no, yeah, it's, no it's, nice he
6: enough it's struck guy. up a conversation with uh, Alexa, who plays her rogue, and uh, okay, Charlie. Yeah, so they, yeah,
1: so they met at, okay, at okay. that time. Nice moment. enough guy, but I'm yeah. definitely texting Christian throughout, being like,
6: <laughs> Yeah, I didn't bro. know if we were going to mention that part, but yes, we were texting during it. We were sorry, listening. Sorry, sorry, loved Gary, the panel.
1: It was great.
2: We were giving but each other we the side The panel died. was fantastic.
1: Yeah. We were definitely texting like, ugh. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and me were giving each other side eyes. not a joker in the panel,
1: which is great, <laughs> it just happens. What's been a part of the con where you know this is you know we're still kind of in a pandemic, getting out of it. Comic Con was weird this summer. I've been describing describing San Diego Comic Con as having a weird energy, like people were still kind of feral from the <clears throat> pandemic. Um, this pan- I've heard people talk about it here. Say at LA Comic Con, what have y'all, have y'all had situations where LA like Comic Con where it's like, oh, that's interesting, like that not my favorite part of Valley Comic Con. There have been some lows with the highs. I mean, it wasn't really a
6: low for me, but uh, I think you and I were talking yesterday. It was so much more crowded than any year, yesterday, uh, Saturday. Mm. There were so many people here, and I think it was just, you know, people who, one, haven't been to a con in a while, maybe people who, back in August or July, were like, I'm not ready to go to San Diego Comic Con, and then they've had, like, three months where they're like, why didn't I go to San Diego Comic Con? So, uh, I think, and it's all right. I've been, you know, I've been to concerts. I've been to stuff where there are a lot of people, but it was more people than I expected for sure. You know,
2: I think today was a testament to L.A. because people don't like the rain, and it was raining today. <laughs> yeah, they all so those. they're all I They're not like me who loves it, but I'm not from here. But like, people don't like to go out in the rain, so it wasn't as crowded today, right? Like, Yesterday it was crowded,
1: and Friday night was crowded. Mm-hmm. Comic Con L.A. tried this thing this year where they were like, we're going to have a, 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 the floor open from four to nine. On a Friday night, I was like, oh, this is going to be a breeze. I'll go down there, I'll pick up my badges, walk the floor because there won't be anybody. It was super packed, awesome. And it was my night to, like, catch up with some people. I saw Tony Rodriguez, who drew the Super Action Man cover, and is a friend and has moved out of L.A., so I don't see him a lot anymore. But um, we shared Tyrese Gibson stories because he did the Mayhem comic for Tyrese and had to work with Tyrese. And... I've heard some amazingly insane Tyree stories, so it's always good to catch up with Toad and share Tyree stories that will probably never be shared on the podcast because <laughs> there's no way I can do that. But um No, it's cool. It's been cool catching up with people and meeting new friends. Um, that's what LA like Comic Con's about. And it feels like my hometown festival it feels like the home Court Advantage hometown festival for us.
3: I I, I will say too, um, uh, when my son was younger, he was a huge He-Man fan. And we used to cosplay as He-Man and Battle Cat and, and uh, Man-at-Arms. And I got my wife into it to be sorceress. Wait, sorcerous. he'd
1: be He-Man. You'd be... Yeah. B- yeah. yeah, if, if you, you go... You dress as Battle Cat and your kid would ride around you? I was
3: Battle Cat and he rode on my back. Actually, if you go... Uh, if you watch the Toys That Made Us, the, the He-Man episode, we're at the tail end of it, uh, right at the end, at, at PowerCon. And it was. Howie and I do that too. And I, I was talked into. <laughs> I, w- I was talked into being on. Well, as you should. This is a healthy thing. You're, I'm sure your therapist recommended that, right? Oh my God. And um, uh, yes. what? I, so I haven't cosplayed in, in years. Um, I haven't been to a con in years. And so this is my first exposure to a con. Well, I went last year thanks to Diallo, and that's how we met, right? But overall, it's it, with the exception of that. Crazy Joker guy, sounds like. What a kook. <laughs> but, uh, but seriously, like, it's been so great to see everybody just taking it all in and happy. So many smiling faces, like, across the board. And people cosplaying. So amazing, some of the cosplay. Some of them that you mentioned, and I marveled at some of these people's outfits. It's, that's, the, like, the spirit, the energy is very palpable, You know, and it's so positive overall. Overall. Yeah, there's the random people walking by and you're like, oh, it's seasonal allergies. (laughs) You're like, okay, that doesn't sound seasonal to me, but whatever. (laughs) But aside from that.
1: A season of COVID.
3: Right. And then, you know, obviously getting the logistics, as Jonathan very well knows, can be very tricky when you are doing a panel or getting talent on. Um, But the energy's positive. Had so many interactions with random people. This one woman was cosplaying from uh, A League of Their Own. yeah. Oh, yeah. And she That's was cool. like...
1: She was in your panel. Yeah. And out turns
3: with. out she plays on a, a 1920s baseball league and <laughs> has a mitt signed by the original women from that played in that team what? from back in wow. the day. Showed it to me. Yeah, and then she cosplays as Ducky from... Pretty in Pink. <laughs> and she's like, that's her big following on Instagram and TikTok. She dresses up as Ducky and does all these, like, videos. But, I mean, she, she was like, I was so nervous to approach you guys, but I'm a really big fan of the show, blah, blah, blah. Aww. I was like, you know what? That's, that made my day. That's
1: really you know, nice. Joe Dante obviously made my day, too. But, you know, that was,
3: like, another amazing moment.
1: So That's incredible. There you it go. feels like LA Comic Con is the place where you can do those things.
3: Yeah, it's like you're accepted for who you are. And, and I know this is the one time a year people get to do this. Yeah, when you eat. hear that,
1: Billy Zane? We accept you, and yeah. you're welcome And your on pink the pants and your cowboy hat. Anytime, pink pants, cowboy hat, whatever you want to wear. You know, go we'll get some sandwiches. We'll, let's just meet over it and then talk to some you Jimmy do the John's. You're gonna have to go to the Jimmy John's in to Pasadena, Jimmy John's. Dina, though. No Jimmy John's. No. We're don't go to any of the Jersey other ones. Mikes, get some sandwiches. Talk it over. Get some pillows from the Pillow King. Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> See the
2: therapist.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna, t- Billy Zane. You're welcome. On Geekscape anytime you want what if he's just walking past, and he's like, all right. Wait. I remember heard? on the GeekScape <laughs> wait, 400, they're... Casper Van Dien, who I didn't know as well as I know him now, he, was in, he br- went to GeekScape 400 with Jenny, and he was, like, yelling stuff out from the audience. And I was like, we'll get you on the podcast soon. And he goes, how about now? And he just crashed the couch no, and the really? mic and came on. And, and Casper and I have been pretty good friends. Like, Well, he was at your at wedding. Yeah, he it? was at the wedding.
2: Yeah, his wife was one of my brides, Faye. But
1: Josh Jackson was also at the wedding. Yeah, somewhere. That's my guy. Yeah. By the way,
3: you, Josh Jackson, ten times better than the original Josh Jackson from Dawson's Creek. How much Inuasha
1: jo- Inu or whatever do you think Josh Jackson from Dawson's Creek could talk about? That's, where, that's how I gauge him. No, that, Yeah, that's what, I, that's
4: what I'll always hold over him. Yeah. like How many personas
1: yeah. do you think he's played through? <laughs>
4: 17 times. Right. It just came to Game Pass, too. We we're going to make it 18 soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how many how many Japanese imports do you think Josh Jackson from Dawson's Creek has? got it's <laughs> amazing. Um, well, I don't even know if this is the kind of panel we throw to an audience. I'm really just recording a wrap up for the podcast like network minutes, for the baby. for the thing. Um, but if there's anybody in the audience who's like, "What the hell is this?" You can feel free to ask this or throw out your story about LA Comic Con, like how the weekend was. Tell us a story from the weekend and how things were, but like the same way that I got to meet Joey and Alan last year. Um, maybe there's somebody here who's like, I got a crazy story. Parking was this, or I walked down here, or I got to meet this creator. If anybody in the audience has a cool story, you feel free to.
6: Any Tell run-ins us. with Joker cosplay?
1: <laughs> and he run-ins with a joker or wow.
3: is he here in his
2: normal outfit? Oh, that'd be um, that'd
6: be mildly embarrassing
3: and but. entertaining he was sitting
2: next to a Harley Quinn too so you know couples goals oh, uh. I think he's got a uh, uh. comment or what, what's
1: your name and what is your story sir Oh, come on up! Yeah, I was
6: gonna say. Hey, the, why the, why don't, don't I just hand him the mic?
1: Come on up! No, come on up! And then next he year you can do a main, main stage panel. Don't make him. He
6: does <laughs> not want to. I would I would walk this over to you, but uh, the the cord's
1: him. not long. Oh. Right. No, this guy is ready for the main, main stage. Yeah, go right he's over there. the man. Please, please have a seat. What is what is your name first off? Meet Josh Jacks, All right. Thing. Thing. So, yeah, I am uh, Sarah Cervariza. Oh, <laughs> awesome!
7: Alright, I'm Sarah Cervariza, and um, yesterday, um. No, somebody did a hit and run on my car what Whoa. <laughs> yeah.
1: what yeah, how was that
7: for our con story right? you,
1: wait, while you you were in it or you 're parked, you're uh, parked? No, no,
7: i was uh, uh, parked on a um, uh, parking meter on the street so like uh, oh, while I was gross. attending the con, so it was like a four hour parking spot so and um uh, yeah, so I guess they figured um, they decided they didn't want to pay for the damages for my car itself. So I mean, yeah. But. Did you
1: hear a Joker laugh as he was driving away?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
7: I think I know who did it. Really? Uh, you know what? Now that you mention it, uh, yes, I did hear a Joker laugh how from the distance. Was, so yeah. How,
2: <laughs> how bad was, was the damage? I mean,
7: it was um uh, well it's um it ended up with like the. Uh, the front, like, bumpers of the car and stuff just, like, hanging out as well as the grill. Like, um... Mm -hmm. So no parts actually, like, fell out and stuff. You can drive it? uh, Yeah, it's still drivable. Like, we just need to, like, (laughs) temporarily patch it up with, like, um... Uh, what what the name those, uh, zip like, ties. And stuff. zip, zip ties, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, where you just make a ties loop around the parts, out. and so, yeah.
1: Dude, I'm sorry, man. In- insurance, hopefully, won't dent too much, but man, the Joker strikes again. Right, <laughs> yeah, right, I
7: mean, um, and here I was, like, trying to uh, figure out or find evidence of, like, who did it, so, <laughs> yeah. Right, that's, what, but, that's what
1: brought you into the GeekScape panel room? You're like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but, um... That, that a, Christian Black guy, we gotta check his it's, license. It's, but um, I, I, I did
6: I did not park in the uh the structure here, so maybe it was me. We don't know.
7: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, hey, yeah. So but um uh for actual con stories stuff uh, or like um things resembling that stuff, so um I, I just attended the uh Jimmy Neutron panel, so the twentieth anniversary uh one uh, yesterday where they uh just did like a little live reenactment of like uh, one of the episodes so so um that was pretty fun so especially when they um acknowledge the memes and so and um just like uh really emphasizing that just like um like shilling themselves like over it so but no not the really whole they, cast um, <laughs> is there. the whole cast and uh, not the entire cast so but just um yeah just like uh those who could come and stuff like most of like the very notable like main characters and all that so that was pretty fun if you're a millennial like me itself who grew up with that show itself so um that was a lot of fun. So, and then um, yesterday was pretty crazy because, like, there was, like, a whole bunch of, like, panels, like, or three of them, like, in a row back-to-back and stuff in, like, the uh, main, like, stage of South Hall and stuff. So right after that there was um, the one with, um, I think it was, like, Tom Kenny and stuff from mm-hmm. SpongeBob. So he was just, like, coming in, like, uh, doing his thing and stuff. Then after that it was, um, like, Steve Burns, like, uh, who did, like, Blue's Clues and stuff. So, yeah, um,
2: he moderated that. Was I was oh there. yeah, oh yeah, that was, he was right. The one that was like, him.
7: yeah, oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought you were somebody else. I like that day, but uh, like, yeah. You
1: know what? what? <laughs> uh, Joe Johnson said something, and she's like, she, she like stopped for me to say something. And I'm like, they're not here for me. Oh yeah, <laughs> you weren't there for me. You were there for Steve, but Steve is such a cool dude, and he was in our friend Tommy Avaloni's documentary that's out right now on Barney. He's got this mm. Barney documentary that's. Um, and he interviewed steve for it so he he texted me and was like dude when you see steve say hi and steve has just been such a nice dude we started following each other on instagram yeah. and we we're just like dude great job da, da 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 like what a nice guy and it's amazing i got all the educators yesterday i got steve and then i got lavar
7: no oh, yeah like um i don't know something i like about like steve itself like as somebody who um was one of those like little kids that watched like blues clues stuff i mean um yeah, he just has that very, like, homey feel to him. So, like, um, he is, like, very much, like, an introvert, as I've seen, like, uh, with him in, like, regular I- interviews and stuff. But at the same time, he just has this, like, wholesome nature to him. So I guess it's the best way to describe it, but yeah.
2: That's like var for us.
1: Yeah, Lavar was kind of our generation of yeah. person who was like, let me teach you to read, and let me do these things. And,
2: and let me just talk to you in this very soothing voice. Yeah. And, like, you're very smart. I was most end. nervous for Lavar, but <laughs> I knew Steve would be nice. Oh, yeah.
7: Uh, so, like, um, oh, was it true that like, you uh, just were trying to make yourself a pizza and stuff when he told you that <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, well, like, if you put your mind to it, you could do anything? If you guys <laughs> will hear it on the
1: feed, the story that Steve said, and I asked Steve, I said, like, what's a memorable interaction you had with a kid who – wrote you or anything, and I'm gonna put the the conversation up on the Geekscape feed, but he said, this one kid said, my dream is to become a pizza. And I was like, what? He goes, he goes, yeah, I got this letter from a little kid that says my dream would be a pizza. So I responded like, you, you could do anything you wanna be. And, he, and I go, you still, like, you remember that kid? He goes, yeah, his name was Jonathan. And I was like, of course I have to take that bait. And I was like, well, I always remembered your advice, <laughs> and <laughs> that is not enough for a cheap laugh. But it's fun. It's fun looking mm. for those opportunities because I never know what their stories are, you know. And, and I love doing that stuff.
7: I mean, hey, if you're a pizza, everybody will love you.
1: So I mean, <laughs> yeah, hey, who could blame you? <laughs> yeah, and unless you're lactose intolerant. Then. No, well, oh well, I mean, yeah. uh, you still love it. You just pay the price for loving Jonathan. Well, I mean, you at that can't point. please everybody, can you? Someone, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was nice meeting you. Thank you. Oh yeah, how Thank do you feel about you.
7: doing a main no. stage panel next year? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So, cause, like, yeah. and um, yeah, I'm not parking on the street again. That's for sure. So, yeah. I love how Billy Zane's like, "What? I had to park somewhere, man.
1: I, had to go get my pizza. I got my sandwich. I'll just park here. What? A, what's a bumper, man? I'm gonna eat myself my Jersey mics, Billy. Right. I know you didn't hit the car, Billy. Please come on, Geekscape. Please. <laughs> Please, uh, yeah. and then co- go on two dollar late fee. Yeah. yeah, you just owe a few thousand dollars. Right. That's all. So. <laughs> yeah. And you owe this kid, you owe this dude a thousand bucks for his bumper. All right, um, Heidi's like, I want to go to dinner. That's no. it's just
2: that the con is <laughs> closed. It's five oh two. The con is
1: closed, folks. Yeah. We closed the con down. Josh can no longer go down on the floor and buy anime stuff and I food, food based on anime anyway. stuff. Um, but listen, I just want to say like. This is another fun year in the hometown festival LA Comic Con, man. It, it just feels good doing this con because it, it's just like backyard, you can do whatever I want. And everybody's super nice here. It just, you're the mayor of Comic Con. I was called the
2: mayor of Comic Con. Mm-hmm.
1: And now you're Miss Mayor. I'm
2: Mayor's wife. Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> well, there were a couple times. <laughs> I have times. to have my own identity yeah. okay. too, though. All right. You're going to do the main <laughs>
1: stage in the gaming.
2: In the gaming, Ta- in the gaming no. hall. Next year. Yeah, no, okay, no, 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 no. Well,
1: then it's Alan, Josh, and
2: no, not Christ- one day you're going to interview me on the main stage pa- panel as talent.
1: Okay, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, to, that says the lady who I first met when she was signing at my booth here at Comic Con. So that all that's makes true. sense. That's We first. Um, yeah, that's
2: true. I signed at your booth. Yeah. And now as you're I, manifesting
1: interviewing you on as the main an stage. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Um, Well, who knows what next year holds for us? But I know we'll be here. Um, And thank you guys for sitting through Geekscape Live. I just wanted to wrap up the con for those of us on the, of those of you on the feed who aren't here with us. And now you know kind of some of the stuff that went and happened on the. Now you know Matt what we did. And uh, Garrett did not get arrested, so that's successful for me. Not yet. yet. (laughs) He's gonna go hunt down that Joker though. (laughs) All right. All right. Well. Thank you so much. I hope that anybody who's new to Geekscape is listening to this becomes a Geekscapist, subscribes to Geekscape, and if this isn't your deal, well, go search for one of the other podcasts on the Geekscape network. We have a ton of them, like $2 Late Fee, like Geekscape Book Club, and like Diallo's upcoming podcast talking about the depth of things. All right? Thank you guys so much. And of course, Geekscape Games, Josh Jackson's Geekscape Games. Which I I just want to, yeah, Josh Jackson's Geekscape Games, which is what I'm going to rename it. But that just means you, and it was the best episode, but you and your wife, Megan, doing the podcast by yourself was the best episode. I'm just going to say that right now. So you can find it on the feed.
4: All right, yeah, I'll keep that to myself. Thank you,
1: though. I I didn't, I didn't. (laughs) All right, Geekscape. we'll talk to you next time. Subscribe and share and all that. Don't hate, create. Peace.